Welcome to once again another episode of another shitty podcast. I believe this is week three of quarantine episodes. God, please get us out of our house. Please end this quarantine as soon as possible. We want to go do things. <laughs> but until then, we'll be recording live every Thursday at noon of Pacific Standard Time on Instagram Story Live at, at Trent Bruce and at Sleepy Nikki G. Uh, another shitty podcast goes live every Thursday from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Um, California time. Thanks for listening and enjoy this episode. Welcome to episode three of another shitty podcast. This is Nick Grace. (laughs) That is Trent Bruce. How's it going, buddy? What's up, dude? Good to see you. Good to see you too. uh, I was trying to squeeze. I was trying to squeeze in a little uh, uh, soldier boy in there. Hop out of the bed, turn my swag on, take a look in the mirror, say what's up, what's up, (laughs) yeah. Oh! oh. <laughs> hey, Soldier Boy on. is like. You got Shane on. Yup. Hey, your mom's joined again. Mom hey. is on. Got a surprise for Mama her Grace. later. Oh man, what are you drinking? Dude, this iced coffee, man. I've 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 I uh, iced coffee figured out. I drink iced coffee even when it's cold. But when you it's do? really hot, man. When it's really hot, I gotta do the iced coffee, bro. I can't do people I think, are crazy out here. Ninety degrees drinking scalding hot coffee. I do the um I do hot coffee in ninety degrees. I'm one of those guys. You're, I think it's like a good. I think it's a sign I think that's a sign that we're both psychopaths because if you drink it in the cold and I drink it in the hot. Yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> Couple of weirdos. Um Dude, good to see you, buddy. Good to see you too, man. That You're beard staying. is growing out. Dude, it's getting, um, I have trimmed the stash, as we all know, it's getting all in my mouth and my food, but this thing, this, this is like homeless, this is getting like homeless status, um, I don't know what to say, man, I don't want to cut it, I kind of just want to let it go, and this is getting poofy, poofy. How close are you to having Steph just cut it for you? See, that's the thing, that's the thing. Uh, I'm not close at all. <laughs> I'm not close at all. You ain't gonna it's do gonna it. Take a while. It's gonna take a while for 
not see she she got offended it's not just a her thing it's a me thing i drive across oh. town i drive to fucking glendale to pay way too much money to get to go to a barber you think i'm just gonna like willy-nilly anyone can cut my hair no that's not the case so steph steph was offended that you didn't want her to cut your hair yeah, and then I said, hey, this isn't about you. This is about me. Like, <laughs> I'm a diva with my hair. But, dude, look at it. It's, it's getting taken over the ears. Yeah, man. Look at that. All right. Uh, courtesy of Show Brandon. Show me your hair, Nick. Courtesy of Brandon. This is for everybody. Oh, this is the surprise. Did you shave your head? No. Oh. It's just a whole Wait, did you dye your hair? Yeah, it's a different color. Oh. It's your boy's my blonde God. now. What in the hell? <laughs> it doesn't look bad, though. Thanks, man. You know, you watch multiple Dennis Rodman documentaries in one week and shit starts getting a little weird. Dude, holy shit. Here, turn turn to the side a little bit. Wait, did you just do the top? Nah. Or all of it? It's mostly, it's mostly the top, but everything. This was courtesy of... Martel Salon. Oh, my God. Yep, courtesy of Brandon and Molly. They took me to CVS and we did this in their in their yard. The coffee. Have you crew. ever dyed your hair? Have you dyed your hair before? Never. Were you looking for a bigger response from me? I mean, nope. I am kind of shocked. I didn't <laughs> think you would ever dye your hair. I don't give a. It fuck. looks. It actually. It actually looks good, dude. Thanks, dog. This is yeah. this is you the got new like, me. Quarantine, Nick. You know what you got really close to getting face tattoos. <laughs> that's where I disown you. That's where I draw the line. Dye your hair fucking purple, but do not get ink on your face. You know what? You, you, you know what kind of vibe you got right now? You've got huh. a Ryan Gosling place beyond the pines. Oh, that's fucking as Nick Cage would say. That's that's high praise. That's high praise, dude. With the hair on top, the blonde, the scruffy beard. Now you just need like a lot of like. Now you just need to take my like. Redneck tattoos and put it on. Oh, mom. Anyways. My mom. I'm not sure if my mom actually. Yeah, likes spot this on. Or not. Right? <laughs> yeah. Your mom's like, oh, bless his heart. Right. The Midwestern. The Midwestern nice. Dude, um, well, what a surprise. Everyone here live on another shitty podcast. Yeah. Are you. Maybe next. Maybe next week I need to do something crazy with this shit. I mean, I'll it's only just starting, encourage it. It's just, I'm like getting the Kramer hair, dude. Like, it's yeah. starting to stand, like, on its own. <laughs> but, anywho. It's tight. Should we get into, uh, should we get into, uh, what's up with our weeks? Because we already kind of got into it already. Yeah, and this week we need to do this song together. Why? Last week I did it alone. It's your turn to do it alone. Okay, ready? Count, mm-hmm. hey, you count me in. You count All me right. in. What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your freaky deaky week? <laughs> that was oh, Shades Lord. of Barbershop Quartet, dude. Oh, Steph's on here. Yeah, he bleached his hair. Bleached his hair. That's the first what's up with your week. Mm-hmm. Nick Grace. Nick Grace is uh, 
Is that a little Eminem influence too? I don't really know, man. I think it was just the fact that I wanted to change something, and it's something you can usually change back. It's you quite literally had a wild hair. A wild I did. hair. I did. One thing that I noticed about men and women going through this quarantine is that this is kind of like the man's opportunity to really get weird. This is when everybody's <laughs> growing their facial hair out or getting weird facial hair or dyeing their hair or yeah. that kind of shit. And uh, yeah. I think for the most part, women are kind of like just looking the same and trying to yeah. maintain. <laughs> and we're just, yeah, like, yeah. we're just like, fuck it. We're going to get weird. This is our chance. So yeah, I feel like this is like we get a, a this is our only time in our lifetime right. that we can so it's socially acceptable to be like, oh, why did you do that crazy thing with your hair or right. dye your hair? It's like, well, it's a global pandemic. What else they, am I gonna do? They shut the world down. What did I have to look <laughs> good for? You know. But CVS is open, so that means I'm blonde. CVS is open, and I'm that was a I was red for two days. Oh shit. Cause we went to the, we went to the CVS and got the hair coloring pack or whatever, and we looked at the before and after thing where it's like if you have this color hair it's gonna look like this and we're like cool so we did that and it didn't look at all like that it didn't look blonde at all it was straight up ginger and I was like I gotta change this because I have a soul. Sharky's so, on the pod. Sharky's on the pod. Dude, so what up? What up? Let's. What's up with our week? Real quick, thank you for everyone that participated in the birthday video for Steph, for my girlfriend. That was great. Lots of surprises last Saturday. That was freaking baller. Uh, I got her a bunch of Gorilla Tacos. Have you ever had Gorilla Tacos? Downtown LA? No. We did that for lunch. Shout out Gorilla Tacos. Uh, do they have... Their standard tacos are bomb. Uh, right now, we just did steak, mm-hmm. chicken, and then there's like a spicy sweet potato taco. Um, and they were all bomb, but they like specialize in doing like wild game and like funky foods. Like there was one, uh, she's going to get on me, I can't remember, but there's something, some type of sushi or like raw fish they had on a taco. Um, I had taco that was like wild boar. Um, For real? They just, Yeah. Dude, they just do like kind of like out there, kind of like funky shit. It's really good. That's tight. And, um, I'm surprised that a place like that even exists in LA. To be honest. Yeah, down to, and they're still open. Oh, Hamachi, yeah, Hamachi. Um, they're open right now. You can get pick up to go orders. Uh, Gorilla Tacos, Gorilla with a U. Um, fucking bomb, dude. Where you but said anyways. downtown? Yeah. Um, shit. What's it next to? Um, I want to say it's off Mateo Street. Maybe like seventh. Anyway, just look it up. They're open. I think seven days a week, and they have like kits. If you want to buy like a whole kit for the family, yeah, they're they're selling like emergency kits, so you could buy like essentially like a whole taco setup. Um, yeah, it's fucking great. That's tight. Anyways, birthday was great. Um, week's been going good. Dude, it's getting balls hot out here. I'm, I'm looking for anyone with a pool that wants to let me use their pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next visit will go. Yeah, it's really good. 
Oh. <laughs> Brandon said, I think my personal brand is spicy sweet <laughs> Start printing that uh, on all the shirts. Yeah, dude, that's like his clothing line, sp- spicy sweet <laughs> So, speaking that... of speaking of getting in pools and shit, um, apparently there's a place, I think it's called Crystal Lake or something, just past Pasadena. Mm-hmm. I think that that's... I think that that's available to swim in because friend of the pod, John Engel, hit me up and, and wants to go tomorrow. So we're going to try to go tomorrow. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Is it an actual, is it just like a name of a facility or is it an actual lake? It's like. I think it's a lake. I've never been and I really haven't even done any you know research. That would be, but... You know that would be a very LA move. Is like It would be like an aquatic center, but they would call it like the, you know, Echo Park River or something. Right. Or. Case in point, the L.A. River, which is just a sewage system, or yeah, or Silver Lake, a which is system. just a fucking Silver Lake's not a fucking lake; it's a reservoir. <laughs> it's just crazy. There's, sil- there's silver here in that lake. Oh shit! Um, What's up, Jamie? Jamie's on the pod. Jamie is excellent director. She directed um, those commercials that I one helped out with, and then starred in the other one earlier in the year. So what's up, oh, Jamie? Oh, for the Craigs? Uh-huh. For uh, vegan ice cream? I miss you too, dude, baby. Dude, those were great commercials. Great commercials. Yeah, that's all uh, That's all her, dude. She's fantastic. Real quick. So the birthday was a success. More. Birthday was a success. Uh, real quick while we got some folks on here. Uh, my short film that I did about a year ago, and there's been back and forth because of the quarantine, but it finally is going to be available uh, online starting today. And I think there's a window of time today until Sunday. Um, so the Holly, it's uh, the Holly Shorts Film Festival. And they're still giving us an actual premiere at the Chinese Theater when all this shit is over. Um, but mm-hmm. Telecommuter, the short film I directed, um, will be available to rent with another block of, it's like about 20 short films. Um, you can rent it. Um, and I think you have access from today to Sunday. And it's only like five bucks, and you can watch all these movies. But it's called, uh, I think, bit, bitpixTV.com. And I, I'll put the link on my shit um, all through today. But yeah, I'm excited, man. You'll be able to view the short film finally. And and on top of that, we're almost getting like a better deal. We get the online thing with them, and yeah. then eventually we'll have an actual premiere. Um, at the Chinese theater, so uh, that's very exciting. Do you? That's that's sick. It's two premieres. Yeah. It's it's actually yeah. so, there's your um, silver lining for the pandemic. I mean, dude, it's just it's just awesome that they're doing um, that they're doing anything with it, um, mm-hmm. and it's like a pretty. I mean, we're crying out loud to have our our movie at the Chinese theater. That's wild. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, Nick, give us some. Uh, Give us some more of what you're doing. Okay. Um, two weeks from now, I'm going to Joshua Tree to celebrate what should be the end of the pandemic. At least that's what we are hoping because they gave us the 15th. Like, yeah, when shit kind of like opens back up. the end of the shutdown. Yeah, the end of the shutdown. Yeah. Um, the plan was for it to be the 15th. We'll see if it still is going to be the 15th. Oh, shout out to okay. Chef John, friend of the pod. He just joined. Um, hey. you remember him from season one? So yes, sir. I'm going to go celebrate 
the end of that out in Joshua Tree because right now Airbnb prices in Joshua Tree are insanely affordable. I'm I'm gonna be staying. <laughs> I'm splitting a spot with my coworker Matt Rice, and we're both gonna be paying fifteen dollars a night for two nights. What? It's it's insane. It's like a hostel or something. It's like yeah. really cheap. But this place is this place it's like is nice. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. So yeah. that's what I'm gonna be doing in two weeks. I'm looking forward to that. Still running a lot. Good for you. If you couldn't tell nice. by my beard and my eccentric haircut, I'm still a crazy runner. I'm running nice. a lot. Um, trying to get that free shirt at the end of the month. And uh, I've been texting someone I probably shouldn't be texting. And they don't know who I am. And this has been a very, very oh. fun uh, adventure. Is that what we talked about before we logged on? Very fun. Yeah, and I'm not really sure how much I can elaborate on this, but um, basically, the let's what, just say, had, what let's had just happened say, was there was a miscommunication. Some there's some blood in the water. There's some blood in the water. There's some blood in the water. <laughs> there's blood in the water. And uh, some reason, somehow or another, my phone number was given to somebody. Uh, and they thought my phone number was somebody else and it just went on for way too long before it was too late to basically say, Hey, you're not talking to who you think you're talking to. And now every once in a while I have full on conversations with somebody who thinks I'm somebody else and it's nerve wracking as fuck, but it's really yeah, fun. Yeah, I think, I think it's okay if you don't want to discuss this for your own livelihood. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, I sent you, I sent you the screenshots. It's kind of, you get anxious. It's fun though. It makes you feel it's, alive. Uh... <laughs> Fooling people. I like, uh, yeah, I like that you, you turned it into a game, mm -hmm. you know. It's a challenge. As, oh as an actor, uh. it's fun to impersonate other people. So. Speaking of, speaking of impersonating other people, uh, I would like to talk about the guy that's impersonating the president right now, Donald Trump. Uh, did you okay. guys get, I want to know if you got it and if all of our listeners got it. Uh, did you get the letter in the mail? Uh, from the, it says from the white house at the top, Washington. And then it says Donald Trump. I, no? it's basically a letter just saying, Hey, I'm the one that did the stimulus thing. You got the $1,200? Don't forget, it's me. I'm an American. I'm your president. And then it's his bullshit uh, signature at the bottom. I should have saved it. I think I threw it away immediately. I should have saved it. You so didn't save it? it? That sounds hilarious. No, I, Why didn't you save it? I, I used it to wipe my ass since there's no toilet paper. Great. <laughs> I'm I'm sure I I'm sure I have it. I haven't checked my my mail in Basic, days. Basically, it's 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 a letter addressed from the IRS, which you're like, what? Am I okay? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And then it's just a reminder. A reminder. You got the stimulus check on this date. Um, yeah. I helped out X. You know, all of the Americans. You know, four trillion dollars or whatever the hell it is, or four billion dollars or. I don't know what it is, but he's like, I'm, you know, we'll make it through. We're American. And then Donald Trump, it's just like, oh, man. 
Uh, I'm slightly nervous talking about Donald Trump with this haircut that I'm rocking right now. <laughs> a little orange tint to it. It looks a, it looks a little Trumpian. Now that we're little, talking uh, about him, no, I haven't gotten it. But if I if I get it, I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to get to reading it. it sounds hilarious. Dude, but you what, did uh, get that Trump money though. That's the thing, and I'm not one of those guys. So obviously, you know, there's certain things. But you were real that... mad about it, right? No, that's what I was gonna say. It's like. <laughs> yeah you, you like people are like shitting on him and like i'm currently shitting on him but it's like and he he alone he alone didn't give us all that money it's not like out of donald trump's right. personal bank account right. um, like he signed a bill into uh to make it happen uh so i can't complain too much i mean we still it's not like you're taking back or it's not like you're sending back that 1200 dollars to to donald trump Yep. Um, but I bought a bunch of uh, tequila with it, so. Justin Bieber with a beard. Nice. He's right. He's right. That's uh, a <laughs> shout, shout out. Panos guest on season two. F- talk about running. Listen to that episode. That man is a maniac. Beast. He's a beast. Dude. Absolute beast. Absolute beast. He's got like negative. What else you got? Negative body fat. Negative body fat in his body. Um, talked about the birthday, Donald Trump, telecommuter, friend of the pod, Elliot Jenkins, a uh, good friend of ours. Dude, he uh, hit me up. He bought a new PlayStation 4, sold me, he gave me the homie discount, sold me his PlayStation 4. It's, it's older, but dude, I haven't had a video game console since the PlayStation 2. And so that was like junior high, I think, or like early mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. And so I just got it in the mail yesterday and been setting it up, kind of messing around. But the cool thing is, like, a big reason I got it was you could put all your apps on it. I feel like I, I feel like I'm a dad talking about this. I could I could watch all my all, all my shows. I could watch all my <laughs> all my soaps. <laughs> but yeah, I got a I got a PS4 and uh, I feel cool. I feel really cool, man. Uh, something to do <laughs> during all this. Hell That's yeah. all. I don't know why. That, I don't know that was worthwhile to talk about, but <laughs> I want to know about your last what's up. You know with what? Week. My last what's up with my week is that my what? father, a couple days ago, went turkey hunting and got himself a turkey. Big old Tom, yeah. as they call him. Yeah, he was, uh, it's the first Tom that my dad has ever shot. Um, for Whoa. those who don't know. A, a tom is the big turkey. It's the top dog, the fattest turkey, the biggest one with the fans, feathers, all that shit. Um, it's the first yeah. one my dad ever got. In, until then, he had only gotten what are called jakes, which are the younger ones. Because there's, they're, first of all, turkey hunting is very difficult. They're dumb fucking animals, but they're really um, perceptive and skittish. Yeah. And you can't predict what they're going to do. There's, there's been... I've listened to a few hunters talk about how they don't even know if there's a purpose to using turkey calls. If really... Really? You're just... You're just yeah, they, they don't know if, they, if the turkeys really actually react to them as much as they do if you just were to sit in a field and then just get lucky and they come over and then they'll react. 
You don't know. Do you think it's a marketing gimmick? A marketing gimmick to sell those calls? No, I don't think so. I think that I think that I think there's they work to an extent. I think if you get close enough to a turkey, then the turkey will be like, Oh, what's over there? But from a distance, I don't think a turkey fucking cares. They're yeah. they're small little birds, um, little bird brains, but they're delicious. And uh, he got one. He got his first Tom the other day, and they've already been eating it and making oh, yeah. turkey sandwiches and all sorts oh, of stuff. Man. So congratulations to my dad. Um, does your dad turkey um, hunting is? Does your dad prepare the turkey, or does he send it somewhere? Uh that's a good question. Like, do you have to send it to like a they butcher were, or anything? He must have. He must have done it all himself because they were eating it that day. So I. I would imagine oh, he just he just did it all himself. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've never seen my dad clean a bird before. I know he does. He does. Yeah. He can do deer himself, but I've never seen him do a bird before. Turkey hunting is what I want to do here in California whenever they open up land again and I'm ready. So, yeah. if hopefully the good fortune runs in the family and congrats, Dad. Yeah, dude, I love turkey. That's what's up with my week. Boom. We you got, got any um, questions? Uh, if you all want to ask any questions, feel free to... Um, oh, he cuts it up. Nice. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to type them in right here and we'll answer them. Yep. We did get a couple questions. Uh, Nick, do we want to go through that? Do you, We can. Do you want to keep doing it like how we're doing it and doing it at the end and or what? Oh, let's do that at the end. Yeah. Okay. Let's all right. talk... Uh, should we move well, on de- to the weather? The weather? We haven't done the weather in a while. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, now we're going to send it outside to Trent Bruce, who's on the scene with the weather report. Trent, how's it looking out there? Hey, Nick. Sorry, there's a little bit of a delay. Um, here, I'm out live, uh, you know, doing the weather out here. I'm live outside. It's California. So it's it's nice, man. It's nice. (laughs) I'll send it to you, man. We got an earthquake a couple weeks ago, or last week. All right, that's the weather, dude. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Trev Bruce, for that incredible weather report. All right. Oh, I'm I'm losing my mind, dude. (laughs) It's all right. All of us are. Uh, yeah. We're all in the same boat. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. So, is it time for the news? Should we move it on? I'm going to send it over to Nick Grace for this week in hip-hop. In hip-hop. Okay. I got I got this. I got this. Dope. This week in hip hop, there's not much going on, but Queen B jumped on the remix of Savage by Megan the Stallion. And that's pretty and big news, I guess. Season finale of Dave came out last night, and I guess today on Hulu. So I got to check that out. Mm. I've actually there must not have been that the many last, episodes then. 
10 episodes. The okay. last episode, Ali, it's called Ali's Toast. His girlfriend gives a toast at uh, her sister's wedding. Pretty intense. Pretty deep. Liked it. Good shit. Oh, really? Watch Dave. Yeah, I changed my opinion. I like Dave. Yeah? I like Dave. Okay. So... Uh, anyhow, have you listened? Have you listened to the uh, to the song yet? To uh, that, Meg the Stallion Beyonce song. Yeah. Oh, other yeah. than that, fifteen seconds I just played. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good because the Beyonce original fan. song's good. Yeah. Yeah. The original song's good. You put a professional who's, um, I maybe the best female singer of all time, maybe. She everything she touches turns to gold. Is that is that a blasphemous statement? Best female singer of all time. I don't know if she's the best female singer of all time. Um, I would definitely say she is top three pop singers of all time. She you know, there's be like the most classically tra- though, right? There's like classically trained, you know, like opera or yeah. whatever the fuck, but. Or like, I mean, like Whitney Houston, bro. Like Whitney. Oh, insane. You know, Aretha Franklin. Um, yeah, but she's up there. Hey, Jolie Oli on the pod. Uh, that's pretty much everything for this week in hip hop. You want to send it to me so we can talk wrestling and then get to the Bulls? Nothing would make me happier. Now we're going right. to send it oh, over to Trent Bruce, who is over at... The wrestling desk, and he's gonna talk a little bit of wrestling. What's going on in wrestling, Trent? That song's badass. I don't care who knows it. I love it. <laughs> Fucking Motorhead. He got Motorhead. <laughs> he got mo- he got he got Motorhead to do his theme song. That's awesome. Whose theme song? You got whose theme song? That was tri- that was Triple H with Lemmy, uh, Lemmy singing. I'll send really? it to you later. It's a good it's a good workout song, bro. Trust me. The Ace of Spades, dude. The Ace of Spades. Um, this week in wrestling, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Um. Money in the Bank pay-per-view is not this Sunday, but next Sunday. It's on Mother's Day. Shout out. Happy early Mother's Day to the mothers that are on the pod, specifically Yo Mama. Uh, but Mother's Day, May 10th, is also Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Uh, I think I discussed this last week, but they're going to have the match at the corporate headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have they're gonna film it in the office all the way up to the rooftop. So that's going to be crazy. Um don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, also, I've been watching Dark Side of the Ring. Have I told you about this, Nick? This documentary no. series on, Vi- on Vice. So it's on season two. They did the first episode. They did it about the Chris Benoit story. Um, mm-hmm. But they like basically um, talk about all these like stories that essentially WWE or other big wrestling companies don't want you to know about. Um Kind of behind the behind the curtain, behind the scenes shit. The last one that I watched, there's a couple more out right now, but the last one that I watched was the Jimmy Snuka, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Have you heard of him? 
I've heard of him. I couldn't tell you anything about him, though. Popular, like, Samoan wrestler, jumped off the top rope, did, like, a splash. He would always do this and then jump off the, the top rope. Huge superstar. Gigantic superstar. Was he related um, to The Rock, too? Didn't he have an uncle that was in it, other than his dad? Like, he had his there, dad and an uncle? Uh, he is, I believe, uh, I believe Jimmy Superfly Snuka is related to the Fatu family. Which uh, Rikishi's okay. a part of. Uh, Rikishi's a part of. Mm. And the Usos are Rikishi's kids. And then they're loosely related to The Rock, I believe. The okay. Fatus. Because The Rock's related to Rikishi. So pretty much all the Samoans in professional wrestling, if you go back, they're, I like truly, like they're all related. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, anywho, the Snuka episode's pretty wild. Um for those that don't know, uh, he supposed like his girlfriend at the time, back in the eighties, died, and he had a lot of like anger issues, and domestic uh, domestic abuse and shit, and but basically, yeah. How did she die? Uh, they they found her in their hotel room, and and then there was like contusions and and like. Uh, uh, oh, oh yeah, my Via family, a rock scrawny feather. Okay, yeah, thanks, Shane. Um, they found like a bunch of bruises on her and like a, a head wounds. Um, uh oh. He said that she fell. He never got in trouble for it. And then this case was rehashed thirty years later. Um, and he had like dementia or whatever, and was like on trial and didn't really know what was going on. And basically, his defense said that he wasn't um, capable of being put on the trial because he has his dementia or whatever and they let him go and so there's there's all this like rumblings through the wrestling worlds of uh that he got away with murder um but we'll we'll probably never know we'll never know because uh, it was just kind of swept under the rug at the time so the stance uh, that the enough. documentary takes on it is that they're they're kind of leaning towards he probably did they present all the facts um, and they have all these, uh, you know, people that worked on a case then, and then also thirty, you know, about f- four or five years ago, um, and it mm-hmm. doesn't look good. It, I mean, it it looks pretty suspicious. Um, and he's and he's last, still around. Yeah, go ahead. He's still around. No, he 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 just died a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just died a couple of years. Ago. Dang, I mean, he's old as shit. Intense. He's in the seventies. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, dude, that show is nuts, though. That show is so well done. If you're a wrestling fan, or even like a nostalgic wrestling fan, you should watch um, Dark Side of the Ring on Vice. And then, what did he say? We should watch Waco on Netflix? Ooh, yeah. Have you heard of that, Nick? Yeah, that's, um, what's his name from uh, from your show, Friday Night Lights. What's his name? Kyle Riggs. Chandler? Tim Riggins. No, oh, no, Tim, Tim Riggins. Riggins. Oh, um, yeah. Fuck, what is his name? Oh, I'm going to be so mad at myself. Um, Te- Texas Forever, man. Taylor uh, Taylor Hitch. Right? Something like that. Taylor Hitch. So- something like that. that. I'll check it out. Uh, last little note about wrestling is there's a rumor that just came out uh, in the dirt sheets in the wrestling world that Vince is looking, Vince McMahon is looking to sell... Not just the rights of the broadcasting of the shows, but sell the entire WWE, um, either to 
Fox or Disney. Oh wait, no, sorry, Fox or ESPN. That's like well, a, it, a rumor that just came out. If they so basically Disney is going to own it. It's just which one of their entities owns it. Well, it'd be Fox or yeah, ESPN. Um, but with all that said, all that said, the weird thing is, is ESPN or Disney, they don't have, um, they don't have any WWE programming. It's on USA and then it's on, uh, Fox right now. Uh, so I think that I don't feel like that's a Vince McMahon move. I feel like he would go to his grave, like owning the company and then just give it to his, his family. Um, yeah. But unless unless they're seeing like crazy numbers right now with the coronavirus, I feel like that's pretty much a rumor. Like, why would you, um, you know, you spend your entire life and your dad's life, and um, I don't know. I don't see Vince McMahon having the ego that he does selling his company, his billion dollar company. Um, why would they? What is? What are the rumblings? And like, why would they? Why would he do it now? During exactly. The... That's what. I, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's a rumor. Um, there's, there's not a lot of, um, facts surrounding it. It's just, so, um, it's kind of like, yeah. it's, it doesn't make sense from like a business standpoint, if you're thinking about it, when, like, if you have investments right now, what everybody, the, con- the general consensus is that the smartest it's thing to, to do like chill. is to hold on to your shit. So yeah. chances are the WWE is making less money right now than they were anticipating, so well, this would not be the money time. on that XFL too, right? So this doesn't yeah, it doesn't sound like this would be the right time. And, and this it's a proven brand that has survived yeah, kind of a lot of stuff. Like we even yeah. talked about okay, how it could they be the board. Oh, okay. Mm. Like yeah, maybe Taylor they're pushing Kitch. him. There you go. Maybe they're trying to push him out or something. I don't know, man. I don't see that. I really don't. Unless he's like sick or something. But, anyways, Nick, I know you're salivating. I want to send it send it over to your desk for this week in basketball slash the Last Dance documentary. got to get to the first line definition of <laughs> this goes out to Dennis Rodman boom boom hell yeah that is a banger yeah. thank you Brandon dude I love that love song that came song, out dude. like 20 years ago now I love that song did they make that song for the movie Bad Boys? Uh, well, uh, I would assume it had something to do with it, but also uh, uh, Puffy's record label is Bad Boy. Right. Yeah. Oh, they so, couldn't have then, because didn't Bad Boys come out in like 95, and that song came out in like 2000 or something, didn't it? Well, there's Bad Boys 2. There's Bad Boys 2. That's true. I have not seen uh, the newest Bad Boys for Life, but I'm, a, everyone's I'm saying no. hoping. <laughs> everyone's saying no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hoping that they just blast that song many, 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 many times throughout the movie. Just many times. Right. 
All right. Dude, let's get into it, buddy. Yeah, that was a little bit of hip-hop for basketball. So, this week in basketball, we're going to get all of the news out right away That's not that doesn't have to do with the last dance. So, first of all, the NCAA <laughs> announced two days ago that they are opening up the possibility for players to get sponsorships and to make money um, kind of like on their own, which is basically just a reaction to the G League poaching all of the best players. They're offering, the G League's been offering all the top high school players basically 500 grand out of high school to come play with us for a year before you go to the NBA. And quite a few of them are taking it, which kind of ties into what we talked about last week, where this doesn't seem like the time to be foregoing the college education based on not knowing when the league is going to be an actual league. But 500 grand is 500 grand. And that's and that's an actual guarantee. The draft, getting drafted, is not a guarantee. But if somebody says, "I'll give you five hundred grand to join our league," that's that's real money. So Dude, I can't really blame him for that. Five hundred grand for an eighteen-year-old for an eighteen-year-old? Insane, insane. Especially because yeah. these kids, for, I don't want to paint a broad picture, but these kids don't want to go to school. Like if you if you're given the option, basketball is clearly something that you really enjoy doing, or else you wouldn't be so good at it. And if someone gave you the option to not have to go to class and learn about shit you don't care about and instead make 500 yeah. grand as an 18-year-old, you're going to take yeah. that. You're, yeah. So it's really, just a, it's really just a reaction to that. These kids are going to be allowed to kind of make money off of like billboards with their name on it. The biggest thing that I think is of note for players that are still in college is they can start their own business now. So you can you can what, charge. What do you mean by like a clothing line or, or like anything? What? Yeah, they can they can start their they can straight up start their own business, record label if they wanted to, clothing line if they wanted to, but they can. But before they weren't allowed to do that. Whereas regular students who go to universities are allowed to, but as an amateur athlete, you were never allowed to. Um, I mean, we all know the NCAA is more crooked than the fucking mob. Right. Um, the only reason they're doing they, this is because they want they're trying to they're trying to keep kids from going somewhere else so that they can make the money. That's all this is. It's all this is. It's really it's I awful. Mean, yeah, it's I mean they make the, the NCAA and individual universities make so much money off of student athletes. Um mm-hmm. it's absurd. And billions uh, of dollars. You know, pad, <clears throat> pad these coaches salaries and I mean, a championship coach at a big school, mm-hmm. like a uh, SEC school or a Big Ten school or ACC, I mean, they deserve like a big fucking contract because you're bringing in these top-tier athletes and then all this other money for your program. Dude, I was looking at Mizzou, like their football Instagram not too long ago, and their training facility for their college lo- looks like the fucking like Rams, dude. It's like it looks – yeah, insane. It's, they have like TVs in their lockers. I'm like, who's at their locker long enough to watch fucking TV? Like, <laughs> like crazy stuff, dude. Um, Especially when you have anyways, to go to class. Yeah, uh, and we all know the, we all the, know how crooked it is. Like, they're getting gifts and they're getting money and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're getting mm-hmm. money other ways. But right, I mean, you can't tell the, me that Duke doesn't this, play. Yeah. I mean, the good side of this is that 
you can actually put a name and face to your brand rather than it be like behind closed doors, you know, like, you know, so-and-so just started driving a $50,000 car, you know, and he's, you know, 19, 20 years old. Now you can, you can at least fudge, it opens it up to fudging a paper trail where it's like, oh, they paid for it themselves, Um, which is good. I want I want the players to be able to make money. I do, and hopefully not by selling cocaine, Jose. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not by doing that. The biggest thing I think this means for fans, though, is a lot of us were really excited because does this mean that we get our fucking video games back? Do we get NCAA football back? Do we get um, yeah. NCAA basketball? And and I think there was even a baseball game at one point. And the answer to that is no, we don't. Because apparently there needs to be some sort of unionization in order to make it kind of more legal based on the lawsuit what the that fuck? Danny Manning was it was it Danny Manning? I thought no, Ed O'Bannon. I can tell you, bro. That Ed O'Bannon oh, yeah. filed and that shut it all down in the first place. So basically there needs to be unionization of college athletes in order for us to get our fucking video games back. <laughs> which is all all that uh, the average fan really cares about. So, what else in Dude, basketball? The NCAA. This week? Okay, go ahead. No, you're good. The NCAA video game. What was it called? March Madness. Yeah. It was. It was. That was tight. a lot of fun. It was. That was tight. a lot of fun. And then NCAA yeah. football is maybe. It's definitely my favorite video game, but it's maybe the most popular video game of all time when it comes to like Xbox and PS2 and stuff. People would. Yeah. People would go crazy for that thing they'd hunker down in their place and just play like hours of it god that game was so fucking I fun i still didn't <laughs> even I, I didn't even buy the most the last one you could buy because they put uh they put a michigan football player on the cover so i couldn't do it uh sorry nick could could not could not buy it you just, i snoozed <laughs> and won on that in that scenario there you go um, what else go. is going on this week in basketball that, that is not related to the last dance is that the Golden State Warriors have announced that they are in full-on off-season mode, meaning that they don't anticipate the season to get played, which of course it's not going to get played. But why this is not a story, ESPN, is because they're the worst team in the NBA. So even if the season starts again, they should be in off-season mode. The fucking season is over. Yeah. That's... What? That's really kind of all I have to say about that. Let's get into the last dance, bro! Episode 3 and 4 just happened, featuring predominantly Dennis Rodman, check the haircut, and Phil Jackson. Before we get into the actual content of this, let me just throw out a big shout out to the best candy bar in the world, Reese's, who sponsored these episodes. Shout out to oh, Reese's. Oh, hell yeah. Y'all got the best combination of tasty treats with peanut butter and chocolate and also it's good for the eyes who doesn't like to see black and brown complement each other it's great it's like a doberman or a rottweiler it's literally the best combination since jordan and Pippen. <laughs> sponsor oh, sponsor man. us <laughs> yeah sponsor us reese's all right Dude, this so the this last documentary dance. is fucking phenomenal and it just keeps getting it's, better they have only have ten episodes. I wish they had seasons. I wish they had like three or four seasons, ten episodes each. There's there's so much content to really get through, and we're already starting to miss some of it potentially because we don't really know what's coming 
um, in the next couple episodes. Although there are there have been Dropbox links that have been going around of the rest of the episodes. Um, I did not watch them. I did not open them because what's the no. fucking point of watching them ahead of time so you can just not talk about yeah. it to anybody? Yeah. Just experience it with the world. What's what's what? Uh, you're in a quarantine. What else you got to do? You know. Yeah, exactly. So, episode it's been like my one thing every week that I'm like I plan for. <laughs> I plan for that every week. Mm-hmm. If you're anything right, like me, you 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 like. You sit down with like a, a mixed drink and a cigar, and you're just ready to rock. Tune out the world. As Michael. As so episode Michael three would. and four. Mm-hmm, they predom- They predominantly focused on Dennis, and then they very expertly weaved in his relationship to Phil, and then Phil a little bit, and all how this pertains to the last season that they've got. And like, holy shit, they really went in on the Detroit Pistons with this one. Fucking yeah. everybody hates Detroit right now. And also Isaiah Thomas. And yeah. as a Pistons fan, it kind of hurts. But also this is shit that I knew that we had done. And I really don't blame people for getting mad at the Pistons for doing this. This was a big thing back then. And it's now it's a big thing again. That was awful sportsmanship. It was a bitch move to get swept and then walk off the court before it was over with. I don't care if you justify it by saying, oh, it happened to us by Boston two years ago, because it didn't. Boston didn't get swept. And it wasn't wasn't like a changing of the guard type thing. So it was like, I don't... I mean, with all that... I don't feel that. that, I I don't feel that. uh, I think you got to leave that shit on the court. And that's my opinion. You know, you got you have an issue with right. how the game's played or this or that, or if you lost, like, you know, be a man, be a decent human, and just, like, uh, leave that on the court. But there's, there was, like, personal, like, bad blood there, you know? Right. Over they the, would, the they three were or four football. years. Detroit Pistons yeah. were playing football, and the Bulls were playing basketball. I mean, you can even read Isaiah's body language because they, they showed – they showed him walking off, and he's literally ducking with his sho- like his shoulders are up and his head is down, trying not to make eye contact with people. It was a, it was not, yeah. it wasn't a man move. It wasn't, and to the same to the same uh, yeah. Shout out everybody who's yelling at Isaiah Thomas, the uh, current basketball player. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but it just wasn't a it wasn't a move, and like there's there's still bad blood between the Pistons and and the and the Bulls. And it goes both ways. Bill Ambeer refuses to say that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time, and he's refused to say that prior to LeBron James coming into the discussion. It's They just don't like each other. And I respect that, but you well, still need to be a man it, about it. They even touch on the documentary that, that that Detroit Pistons team that had just won back-to-back championships – um, I can't remember who was saying it, but they they mentioned these guys aren't necessarily the best players um, in the league. They have just kind of figured out how to win, um, mm-hmm. and and how to dominate physically. And so um, there's definitely there was as as there was back then and probably still now a chip on their shoulder. Um, and I love, dude, I love that fucking sequence of being like, well, of of Mike being like, well, they beat us. You know, past couple of years, 
Um, they're going to continue to beat us and, and throw us around um, because the refs don't give a shit. It's way different than the league is now. That's something we could talk about too. Oh, my God. But how that clip of Scottie Pippen getting fouled and then the referee keeping the play keeping the play going and then just dragging Scotty's Scotty's laying on the court and just dragging him out of yeah. bounds and continuing the play. Um, now, if you even get, um, you know, a, uh, you know, some, some sleep in your eye, you know, you got like an eye booger and you get some sleep in your eye, they're, you know, calling a foul and stop their right. game. And yeah, so it's just a totally different game. Yeah. It's, it's a, a totally it's different a, game. It's a weaker game now. It's weaker physically and it's weaker mentally. It's just, it is what it is. Um, and I think it's refreshing to watch that, to see how the game has changed. And it, if you're if you're our age or older, you wish that it would go back to that a little bit. You can't. Here's the thing. And, that Shane, uh, Shane referred the, to them as the Blues team. You can't be mad at that those two championship Pistons. I'm not mad at them. They they right. they figured out a cheat code. Not a cheat code, but they just figured out a strategy that works. If anything, blame they played the by league. the rules. Blame the league and blame the refs if you have a, of a problem with the style of play or the fouls or whatever. I mean, for Christ's mm-hmm. sakes, Nick, you, you and I have talked about McGuire, Mark McGuire of the St. Louis Cardinals, hitting all those dingers, um, yeah. you know, in, in 98. Uh, but the league didn't say anything. And you look at photos and, and clips now of, of Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. And they're so juiced up, and they're so bulky. It's it's obvious now that they were on a whole shit like cocktail of steroids and other mm-hmm. performance enhancing drugs. But did the league say anything? Did MLB say anything? No, they just they yeah. just got out of um, the league. Just um, was shut down. Um, players were boycotting all that shit, and they needed something to bring attention back to the MLB. And so, do you think that they're gonna yeah. give a shit about? Mark McGuire hitting a bunch of home runs? No, they're going to – that's going to be their main thing. Same with the Pistons. Oh, everyone's watching basketball now, this mm-hmm. more physical game. And then you have the Bulls come in with Jordan and Pip. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, so, I, so, I like so, the style of play. Yeah, and some things that that brought out of us, was, and I'm glad that they touched on, was that Jordan hit the weight room. And if you're yeah. a big Jordan fan, you're familiar with who his trainer is, Tim Grover, and he was Scotty's trainer, and he was Kobe's trainer even. And he put size on them, put put strength on these guys. And so I'm really glad that they hit on that. We talked about the walk-off. Um, the, the fact that MJ says that beating the Pistons was perhaps better than winning the championship shows, shows yeah. like... That's a, that's a very humanizing quality because I think we can all relate to some extent in some way because yeah. we've been there. We're, when you finally get over that fucking hump and you beat the bully or whoever, the feeling that is behind that is insane. And it was great to see yeah. the emotion that, that, uh, that Michael felt when they actually did win with his dad. That, yeah. was, that was crazy. So let, should, we, should we just touch about... Touch on uh, fashion for a second. Motherfucking berets everywhere. There's berets everywhere. Michael Michael Jordan's hilarious. Like, he wears the goofiest shit, but looks so dope. Like, he still rocks one hoop earring. And it's just like, he's the only one that can do that, and it looks dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to tell Michael he looks stupid with a hoop earring, or he's basically got a choker on, too. 
It's yeah. You can't tell him he looks stupid. Them baggy ass pants. I love how I love how Twitter was freaking out. Like, man, all the rappers nowadays look like Dennis Rodman twenty years ago. You know, he's a, With he's the a style innovator. And the dude. hair and the style, yeah. As a as a little bit of a sneakerhead, I I really appreciate everybody kind of going back and um, and I don't want it to sound like I was doing this before because I wasn't. Um, but everybody going back and looking at the sneakers that were around in the '90s and the demand that's getting brought up for them, Nike is starting to do re-releases. Reebok is starting to do re-releases. Adidas, Puma, everything because those '90s shoes fucking kicked, bro. They looked awesome. I mean, it's you, just you can't really you can't you can innovate cool, but like what's cool is cool. Like all that shit that came out. During Michael's like heyday is fucking cool. I've been, I've told you I can't get off of eBay. I'm looking at shoes. I'm looking at shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, that one I sent you of the Barcelona Olympics. Mm-hmm. My buddy, uh, my buddy Julian has that set, the shirt and the shorts. Yeah, dude, fucking fire, dude. That is fucking tight. Yeah, as uh, as friend of the pod Brandon Erickson says, Dennis Rodman walked so young thug could run. Well put. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Well hilarious. fucking stated. Um, one thing that I read on ESPN, which was a brilliant article about the '91 team and about them beating the Los Angeles Lakers in the finals that year, and it was sort of Scotty's coming out party. It's it's a great read, and it talks about the the moment that they switched Scotty onto Magic and how it changed the entire series and really the way that the NBA oh, was yeah. going. It was, they put a big body on Magic and they talked about the first play that it happened. They inbounded it to Magic and he, Scotty guarded him the whole length of the court, pressed him the whole way, the whole way down. Magic didn't even fucking pass. He went the whole way and then eventually started backing him down in the post and Scotty got the better of him. I think he blocked his shot or he stole it from him or Magic missed. And they said that you could just feel the energy in the arena that it all fucking changed in that moment. They realized that they had probably the best on-ball defender in the league at the time in Scottie Pippen, and it was just over. He could guard anybody with that length and that strength that he had. Even though he was a really skinny dude, Scottie was a fucking beast. And so that was a great read. There's also another read on ESPN that uh, that is Phil's going back to Phil because you know this was, these were about him too. Um, they were about Phil's journals during the '98 season, and those are interesting as hell because he's really introspective. Talk about a guy who could really bring a team together and level with anybody, from yeah. Michael, the most competitive person on the fucking planet, to Dennis, who's competitive in his own right but he's got a we all agree has a screw loose and needs to be dealt with a certain way it was so cool how he yeah it was so cool how he found commonalities with remember with the the uh the native american um like little connection there he's like oh and then dennis was you know in oklahoma for college and all that mm-hmm. and that was a cool connection there i think we have two minutes right yep got exactly 150 all right. Yeah, it's it's greatest coach of all time, um, at least in the NBA. Uh, he's, oh, yeah. He's absolutely fantastic. He's clearly a thinker. He's thought about just about fucking everything. Um, 
one of the things that I've noticed about myself just really getting through this is I the 90s Bulls represent me as a person and personality so much. And I wondered if that maybe might be something that we all kind of from that age kind of get and, and relate to or not. I mean, do you does that does it resonate with you at all? Personality wise? Like there's parts um, of these of these people that you're like, oh, this matches with me. I relate to this or I relate to this. I get it. I think there's like inspiration drawn, you know, yeah. and I think growing up in that, in that time period in, in like pop culture and sports and movies, like it was a very eccentric time. It, it was a time where um, kind of anything goes, whether yeah. it be music, sports, wrestling, movies, wrestling, you know, what all that shit. Um, all right. We go got ahead. 40 seconds. So real quick, listener questions. Yeah, go for it. All right, that's this week in basketball. Time for listener questions. Molly Yanko, friend of the pod, wants to know, when am I going to do more apocalyptic fashion videos? The answer to that is when I pull my head out of my ass and I just finally finally fucking do it because they're really fun. I just get (laughs) bored. Um, And then Misha Harding wants to know, what do you think makes for an essential business? You have 15 seconds. Go, Trent. Essential business has to do with uh, essential to the economy, essential to public health, and uh or your professional wrestler and that's what makes an essential business thank you very much Trent bruce thank you everybody for watching for listening thank you for the viewer questions thank you to michael jordan for being the best basketball player of all time this has been another shady podcast quarantine episode number three i am your host with the new blonde hair nick grace on the other side of the city of los angeles is Trent bruce with the shaggy beard If you got to listen to this episode and you can't even remember how, all you have to do is go to either Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher. And what you do is, if you're going to Apple or Spotify, type in either Nick Grace or Trent Bruce or another shitty podcast and you will find us. If you want to go to us on Stitcher, type in another S asterisk 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 Y podcast. And there we be, homies. Thank you once again, everybody, for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. Stay strong out there. And Lolo Jones, you're in our hearts. You're in our minds. And that's that's where you are. <laughs>